Your success is largely determined by the choices you make. So why aren't more people equipped with useful decision-making skills? In today's episode, we'll learn how to improve how we make decisions and watch your business grow. But first, a little word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by F1 for Help, your on-site service and support specialist. If your computer is doing something it shouldn't, give Joe a call at 208-687-0183. Welcome to the Business Buffet Podcast with Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. This is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes with a cursory helping of veggies. Our Business Buffet podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the Business Buffet podcast wherever you download your podcasts. We hope you're hungry as the Business Buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. Welcome to the Business Buffet and happy January. I've got with me here my partner in crime, Phil Anderson, and my name is Ed Bejarana. Welcome to the podcast. Phil, how are you doing today? Living the dream, Ed. Living, Living the dream. Amen to that. And Every in, day. In North Idaho, no less. Uh, you know what? I actually just this morning saw a Facebook Live from a friend of mine that went down to Arizona for three months. And, you know, she said she gets really depressed. I live with someone who gets really depressed, in, you know, with this weather and everything. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I, you know, like today is a fantastic day. The sun's out. Yeah, we've got a little snow on the ground, but uh, it's it's great. And we're going to have temps in the 40s. <laughs> I was so. at Rotary today, and, you know, I, I was saying, yeah, I got about two feet of snow out in the front yard. And I'm honestly, I'd really like to get another two or three feet before the season's done. And they almost <laughs> threw food at me. <laughs> well, little do they know that was your strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't throw food no. at me. I'll just eat it. <laughs> well, today we're going to be talking about how to make decisions faster and better. But let me let me start out from with an excerpt from Debbie Allen's book Success is Easy. I'm going to I'm going to read this verbatim Phil and then mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll talk about it from there. It. When it comes to making decisions, The perfect solution seldom exists, but that doesn't stop a lot of people from an endless and unrealistic pursuit of the perfect decision. While it's important to be careful and lay out the alternatives, obsessing over a decision can take a heavy toll on your time and emotional energy. Delaying an important decision just slows you down and makes you worry. The decision will still be there waiting for you in the end. Don't overcomplicate things. Take ownership of the decision instead of waiting for the moons, stars, and planets to align. Move on. Phil, have you ever been stuck with a decision? Well, I'd be lying if I said no. Uh, I have. Uh, I think being able to make any decision, big, small, medium, doesn't matter. It helps to have tools in the toolbox. So 
you know, we talk about this business is business. It's great. But you know, the personal development aspect of every business comes into play on a daily basis. So if you haven't got the tools to make decisions, then yeah, you're going to ha- get stuck on making decisions. What, what was a decision? Uh, what was the situation that you struggled to make a decision over? Oh, let's just, uh, how about whether I should take on a particular client that in my heart of heart, gut of guts, I was like, this probably is not a good idea, but the payday was pretty good. So you kind of go on, well, at least what I did is I went on faith, even though knowing full well, this might not end well. So that was a decision I was pondering. I really, my whole attitude about decisions is kind of trust my gut, which in this case I did not. But if you trust your gut and you're having a trouble with the decision, look, if you have an actual business plan and you know what your why is, these tough decisions aren't as tough anymore, right? Right. right. Because you go, you you uh, boil it back down to the why, and oftentimes that will help make your decision. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I I have a a story about a client. I actually, I think I shared this story in one of our very first episodes. You know, there are people that don't listen to every episode. No, they, they don't. probably haven't heard they, it. They probably haven't heard this one. But uh, my decision that I really struggled with, one of my decisions I really struggled with was firing a client. Um, I had taken on this new client and turned out the client had a business partner. And when I was talking to the client, he was cool. I understood him. He understood me. I knew the perimeters of what needed to be done. And we kind of had everything all laid out. And then he said, Oh, I'd like you to come by though and meet my partner. And then, and then we'll lay out all of the final content. This was to build yep. a new website. And I thought, okay, fine. So I, I drove over to the office and, and, um, I don't want to say who the business is because he might be listening. Um, you, 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 you think so highly of yourself that everyone's listening to our podcast. Well, they are, you know, they are. So, uh, so I went there and I sat down and started talking with his partner and it was a bloody disaster. But here I am now, the guy who hired me was in my networking group, in my LaTip mm. networking group. Right. So I was kind of feeling like I was obligated. You know, I, I, I really kind of have to do this job. But I really did like his partner. I, I just thought he was a jerk. I I just, I, I didn't like it the way he talked to me. Was his partner the one you would have to have ongoing relationship with? N- probably not. Okay. but Because that would be There would be involvement. Right? I mean, they, they worked the business together. So ongoing, probably not. But would he be involved? Absolutely. Sure. So I, I left the office. They didn't know anything was off. And I'm as far sitting, as there was, they were concerned, you were still on board. Exactly. Okay. I got in the car and I just kind of sat there and, and thought, I, I got to fire this client. But damn, I got to get back to deposit. I better, I better check with my wife. So, you know, I started driving. We all have partners, don't well, we? We do. We, I started driving and, and I called my wife and, and, you know, she's just an amazing woman. I wouldn't be where I am without her. And I, I told her the situation and, and she said, well, Sounds like you've already made the decision. You're looking for me to confirm the decision. So, you know, decisions are an emotional aspect. Um, Can be. Absolutely. They can be. Oh, well, I I think they're almost always. But should they be? That's the question. Well, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So, uh, 
Debbie, in her book, she talks about uh, the quick step method for uh, making a decision. Here's how she describes it. Quick step approach. Imagine only having a few minutes to make an important decision. Quickly run through all the elements, including the problem, objectives, consequences, and risk tolerance. Next, compare those to the overall benefits and outcomes of taking action. Do this in a matter of minutes. Don't get hung up on the details or worry about getting it perfect. Just decide to decide. I couldn't agree with those words oh, more. I, me either. You know, the, here's the problem with this podcast. We're probably going to agree uh, more than we disagree on many points. There will be some that we disagree on, and those will be the fun ones. <laughs> but in both excerpts you read, you use the word perfect. First of all, is there a perfect solution? Almost ever. Never. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't believe it exists. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. There's going to be a flaw somewhere, and you just have to get over that. You know, we, we did a whole episode, 70% is better than nothing. That really comes into play here. It does. Well, and small business people, they have decision paralysis because they're afraid of making the wrong decision. I was that kid in school that oh, uh, I didn't mind making a mistake. It actually comes from my music grounding. Now, you're a musician as well, so mm-hmm. you can relate to this. Mm-hmm. But as a musician, um, when we're playing in an ensemble, the conductor wants to hear the mistakes. They can't fix it if they don't hear it. Right. And, and as a result, novice musicians, they tend to play soft when they're insecure in what they're about to play. I did. I do the same thing. And as a result, the conductor can't help you. Me, I played loud and proud. <laughs> if I made a mistake, they Aren't were you the one that to wants to be it. noticed. Well, you know, and it worked for me in the army, too, because we we had a day of jazz band. And we get in there and we're playing the theme from Sesame Street. And the first drummer up. He was just afraid. Now, we're sight-reading the chart. So in addition to not really being comfortable with jazz band music, because we're both classical musicians, well, we're sight-reading the music for drum set. And that, that's you know kind of like reading piano while your head's bobbing around and all, all four limbs are moving. Right, right, exactly. So um, the first guy plays, and the conductor stops like 12 bars in. And he says, son, you're going to have to play louder. And they started again, and the kid, he just didn't do it. So he stopped. He said, get your ass off that drum set. You, you get on there. He pointed, pointed to you. Pointed to me. Oh, good Lord. I was not going to be soft. I may not have played right, but I was not going to be soft. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and hear from one of our sponsors. Hang on for just a few moments. Now is a good time to mention our episode sponsor, F1 for Help. Founded in 2000, F1 for Help has been perfecting the art of computer repair and maintenance for almost 20 years. At F1 for Help, we offer a variety of services in-house and on-site, ranging from estimates to our popular general maintenance program and reloading your operating system as a part of a wipe and reload If you want to take the cost out of IT, we recommend signing up for the F1 for Help Manages Services. If you have any questions, please give F1 for Help a call at 208-687-0183. F1 for Help. We clean windows, but we aren't janitors. 
Welcome back. So we're talking about making decisions. It, you get stuck with decision paralysis, and as a result, your business just doesn't go anywhere. And we, we talked a little bit about Debbie's definition of the quick step approach. Uh, Nike, they've got the slogan, just, just do, do it. it. Yeah. You know, obviously, uh, you and I both favor the making a decision, right? I refer to this as the power of momentum. You don't have momentum unless you have action and movement, right? That's right. Until you start moving, you don't know what's going to be right or wrong. It doesn't mean you cannot change course. And I think this is the problem that most small business people struggle with. They think that once they make a decision, they're stuck with that decision and they can't change. I My feeling is, is I'm going to make a decision based on the circumstances and the input and the data that I've got right now. Okay, I, 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 I have to interject. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm bubbling over with this story. So this used to be a common thing at our house when Shelly didn't know really what to make for dinner. And that's a, look, it's a tough thing to have to decide night after night after night what you're going to have, right? So it's like, what do you Not feel like? Not for me. Well, <laughs> you still have to decide what it's going to be. So she said, "What you know, I'm having trouble. What do you think for dinner? I'm like, okay, I know she's having trouble. I can make a decision. Uh, let's do, I start low-hanging fruit. Let's do tacos. Now I don't feel like tacos. Okay, how about a steak? Yeah, we have to thaw the steak out. How about I bring in a pizza? No, nah, I don't really feel like pizza. Okay, so I've given you three <laughs> options. Well, okay. Any, let's, anything you choose, I'm okay with. Now, i got to interject here. I mean, we were talking about business, and then you brought in relationship with <laughs> our food. women. Well, and food, right? <laughs> but, but it is a difference sometimes that men and women have. And it, but, I, honestly. Now, we joke about it, but let me, yeah, let me throw something out at too. you. This is kind of a just do it moment. Right. So uh, tell her, you know what? Let me surprise you. Well, you get in go. the car, you drive down to some restaurant, you pick up some food, you bring it home. She can't argue now. It, the food's there. The food's there, and you went out of your way oh, to that's surprise a great, her. Now, see, that's a great play. It's a just do it. It's a momentum-based decision factor. Yeah. Yeah. Every problem is now. The question you, was asked, what do you want for dinner? Right. So there you go. And you gave three options, yeah. and she didn't like them. I, that's where I would stop and say, you know what? Let me just surprise you. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Yeah. No, I love that. But that is a just do it solution. Just take the action. Well, and now she may not like what I get. Okay, well, that's course correction for future decisions. That's right. And in business, we may make the decision. Now, I've done this. So um, I went with this um, software package to help with some social networking stuff. This is quite a while ago, honestly, before you and I met. And the software was super, super expensive. I didn't want to spend the money, but I had clients that I had to help, and this software was promising the moon and stars that it was going to make life easier for me. And I made the decision to go with it. And honestly, the afternoon that I made the decision, I hated it, but now I'm locked in. Right. Uh, I, you know, I did set up a month-to-month instead of a one-year agreement, but you'll, you'll deal with it, right, until the end, and then you will correct it down the road. What it wound up being was a much better business decision 
because not only did I not like the software and get rid of it, but then I found you. <laughs> I was able to find a resource that I could trust in order to refer my clients out to. Ah. And that decision, the wrong decision that I made, led to a better business. Mm. So even though it's a bad decision, we still learn. I, I'm going to give another example. So when I was going to college the first time, I was majoring in computer science. Right after the Army, I was a professional musician. I went back to college, uh, get my computer science degree, and I took this one class, AutoCAD drafting. And I only took it because at the time I was a TA in the computer lab. And if I knew AutoCAD, I got paid, I think it was 11 bucks an hour instead of 8 bucks an hour. So I took the class and... I'm not kidding. The instructor didn't know what he was doing. He's an architect, a good architect. Um, again, a name I won't mention because <laughs> he might be listening. Um, You're assuming all of your past relationships are like this with you. Well, they keep up with me. So, <laughs> Well, okay, to tell you how bad he was, we were five weeks into the semester-long class, and I got a phone call from my instructor. He says, Ed, I'm tied up in Hollister. Can you teach the class for me today? That's how bad he was or wow. how good I was. But I pick up software pretty fast. Well, at the end of that class, when he literally didn't teach me anything, everything that I learned was because of my efforts to mm. learn it. You became said, a better learner in that. Well, not just one. that. I decided that I was going to teach that class. If he can do it, I can do it. So here is a bad example that led me to a career change. Right. And that change impacted my life so dramatically that to this day, I'm for the better tenfold. So what I was going to mention is that when you have a, a decision to make, when what you're outlining, what we've been talking about, the importance of just trusting your gut and making that decision and you know what you may be right you may be wrong and if you're wrong you you get up dust yourself self off and move on and learn from the mistake right and you hope that these decisions aren't catastrophic but you have to at some point take action well in business fortunately we're not making the decision you know should i swing this guillotine against my employee's neck right these aren't life threatening generally decisions. not generally, generally not. not but you know going back to what debbie said at the opening of her sentence when it comes to making decisions the perfect solution seldom exists I, it's true we cannot make a perfect decision anyway so make a decision and learn from it right from the data, we are going to have a better business. By the way, you have mentioned a lot, many times, that you've had clients that uh, the website isn't exactly the way I want it. And every week, every day, every week, every month that they don't go live is another day they're not bringing in a potential revenue. That's right. And that's the same with a decision. You can ponder and ponder and ponder and every second that you wait is a second that you're not moving forward. You're stagnant. You're, you're dying. You know, I, I think what happens is they worry that you only get one chance in the marketplace. Oh, no. And what, okay, so first impressions matter. So you meet somebody at a bar and you're drunk and you make a jerk of yourself. You're I not, told you I'm sorry about you're that. You're not going to get a date. Okay, 
that's where they're talking about first impressions right. make a difference. But in the marketplace, if you go live with something that's slightly inferior, people don't measure us on perfection. They measure us on how we react when something goes wrong. That's true. This is an opportunity to shine. Get your product live. Get your service live. Adjust as you go. Every single software manufacturer in the world today releases their software with bugs. Yeah. Where when I was coming up as a software engineer, we didn't release that software until it went through a thousand hours of testing. That was the decision paralysis. And if you didn't have enough people to test, you didn't find the bugs. Philippe Kahn with Borland Computers, he was the one that kind of pushed the envelope in the late 80s, early 90s, where it was, you know what? We may not be perfect, but we're in the marketplace. The lean startup talks about this exactly, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. So you don't have to be perfect when you come out. So to wrap this up and then get to a quote of the day, do not get stuck with the decision. When you find yourself pondering endlessly and not making a decision, write down two options on a piece of paper. Close your eyes, pick one, and then do it. Trust your gut. You didn't write down the wrong ideas. You wrote down two opposing ideas, and you're going to be okay choosing one or the other. You got a quote of the date for us? Well, I had two to choose from, and I made a decision. (laughs) And I chose this one. Every young... Every young man would do well to remember that all successful business stands on the foundation of morality. That's Henry Ward Beecher. Well, thanks a lot, everybody. And here's our sponsor. Have a great day. Is your computer not running right? Is it making sounds it shouldn't? Do you want your computer to run better? Well, give F1 for help a call at 208 687-0183 or visit us on the web at www.f1forhelp.net Thank you for listening to this episode of The Business Buffet. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Business Buffet Podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business.